Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. Alongside Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. As you just heard from Luke Clevenger in the update, Ryan O'Reilly will speak with the media coming up at 12, 12 o'clock. You will hear that right here on your home for the Blues 101 ESPN. His first press conference as the official captain of your St. Louis Blues. But right now, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Rob Ray. He's a former NHL forward, spent the vast majority of his career with Buffalo, once fought... Craig Berube, which is a hell of Multiple a line times. in any sort of a bio. <laughs> He's also currently the Saber, Sabres TV analyst joining us here on 101 ESPN. Rob, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm doing very well, guys. Just getting ready for Christmas here and... Uh... Yeah, it's a busy time. Busy time for us right now. Certainly is. A busy time for the Blues as well, Robin. Earlier today, they officially announced that Ryan O'Reilly is going to be their 23rd captain in team history. You got to see him up close in person in Buffalo. Does this surprise you at all that, what, two years now into his Blues career, he's going to be the next captain of the St. Louis Blues? No, Ryan, when Ryan came here, Ryan was an ultimate professional from day one. And, you know, he's just, you watch this guy not so much on the ice when he's off the ice, his preparation, his dedication and everything he has. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome for young kids to look at and see what it takes to be, to be a successful NHL player. And, you know, he brings it every, every day. And that's the kind of guy you want leading your team by example. I think the biggest thing too, with Ryan O'Reilly, Rob is how he, he takes some of the younger players under their wings and mentors them. The blues fans are seeing that right now with a guy like Robert Thomas, but Jack Eichel, although he was a top pick in the draft, he isn't who he is without the help of Ryan O'Reilly. Do you agree? You know, 100%. And, and when Ryan came here, Ryan was brought here to save the world and he did all he could possibly do. But, I'll tell you what, the young kids like Sam Reinhardt, Jack Eichel, these guys that were around Ryan and watched him and listened to him, it totally sped up their process of developing as players. And a lot what those guys are now, they would look back and I would say they would say it was because of Ryan O'Reilly. He, he, he takes the time. Like, he knows how important it is to be in that role, and he knows how important it is to – mentor these guys and pass on knowledge and teach them things and he he's willing to do that not more not a lot of guys at that level are willing to take the time the way ryan does and you're right jack wouldn't be in the situation he is right now you know developing and maturing as a player and as a person uh if he didn't have that experience with ryan because i i watched it all the time on the road wherever we may be always taking guys aside always you know not so much the, the on-ice part of it. It's the more the, the life part of it, the uh, how to handle situations. He had such a calm demeanor to him, and he just, you know, he was 
dedicated. He was motivated. He he knew what he wanted to do, and nothing stops him from getting there. So, you know, more than anything, I hope those guys, that's what they took from Ryan because uh, that's what he tried to bring here every day. Rob, you spent more than 20 or almost 20 years playing with the Buffalo Sabres in the locker room, and in that time you saw a lot of different captains lead uh, the Buffalo Sabres. You know, we as fans or we as broadcasters talk about, you know, putting the C on and it's about leadership. But from the locker room perspective, what goes into being a captain and being a leader for a team? Well, it takes a lot, and it's a big responsibility, and I don't think people that have not been in a room would understand the responsibility what these guys carry on them, whether it's the captain, the assistants. I can, you know, times here when Michael Peck was the captain and the unbelievable boat, he was not the most vocal guy. That's where Rhett Warner, myself, Stu Barnes, and those kind of guys would carry the load in that area. But it's a ton of responsibility. He has to he has to know every player in the room. He has to know what makes them tick. He has to know a lot more about them than the normal guy in the dressing room because he's got to notice things when guys are down or they're not you know, performing the same way and take that time to try to figure it out because coaches and all that and most players in the room aren't going to take the time for that. And for a captain, that's his responsibility. And he's the one that, you know, has a lot on his shoulders that, you know, most people wouldn't even see because he has to notice it. And he noticed it because he's, he's made an attempt to make sure that he knows the little inconsistencies in their game or the way they're acting that they, they may need a little talk to or may need a little help. So, But if you've got the wrong guy as your captain, and I've experienced that as well, it can hurt. It can hurt a room so bad because they're looking at the way that player is and they think that's, oh, that's okay. That's, that can hurt it just as much. But I had some great captains. Mike Ramsey, you know, Pavel LaFontaine, Dale Halichuk, Lord XD here, Mogilny. These kind of guys were, they did. They took the time and they made sure that, you know, and they didn't hesitate to call guys out, uh, you know, and but but the onus was on them to make sure that their game was at the top all the time too because if you're calling guys out, you better make sure that you're doing your job as well. So, you know, there's a lot There's a lot of uh, heavy weight carried on a, on a captain or a leader of a hockey team. We're talking to Rob Ray, former Buffalo Sabres forward, current Sabres TV analyst, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Rob, I wanted to ask you about Ryan O'Reilly's time in Buffalo because yeah. I, I think the story that everybody kind of revisits about that time was when, when he said he fell out of love with hockey and – I think for Blues fans, it's almost hard to believe that this guy fell out of love with hockey, given what we've seen since he's been here in St. Louis. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of what the status was of the Sabres at that time and what led to those comments from Ryan O'Reilly? Well, Ryan was put in, as I said, to, to save the world. And he didn't really have the help around him to be able to do that. He did as much as he possibly could. And I, and I know he carried the weight of that on his shoulders to try to make it happen, but it was a young team. It was a young group of guys rebuilding. And it was, it was a situation where I think he got really frustrated with because he wanted to make sure he was doing what he needed to do. He, he was worrying about everybody else, making sure that, you know, they were progressing the way they were. And a lot of the times when you have so many young guys in the room, that's, that's incredibly hard to do because You've got to have the time, too, to make sure that you're at the top of your game and also worrying about everybody else, so it takes away a little bit. But, you know, Ryan Ryan was 
he was in a situation where it was not good. There was a lot going on here. And, and as I said, a young group of guys. And I just think he felt the weight of the world because everybody, every time something would go bad, it was Ryan's fault. You know, Ryan was supposed to fix this. Ryan was supposed to make a difference. Well, he has, and he's done a hell of a job, but he's not God. And he can't, uh, you know, change things overnight and, and make things, uh, you know, perfect the way everybody wants. And I think it just wore him out. They wore him out. And, you know, when he came out and said that he's lost the love of the game, you know, people in this town, they're hard. And when they hear something like that, they, they take that personally. And, you know, it was a, it was a tough situation to be in, but he was being honest and I can see how it could happen. And anybody that was around it understood it. And he, uh, you know, he had so much to bring and he, he wanted to do it, but he just, he didn't have the support to be able to do it. Hey, Rob, final question from me, and it's great to catch up with you, buddy. I'm curious uh, what your thoughts are on the NHL's return right now. I know a lot of Blues fans are talking about their team in the Western Division, of course, Buffalo playing in this Eastern Division. What do you think a 56-game schedule in this short amount of time is going to look like for these teams uh, trying to put it all out there on the ice and make the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs? Well, I think it's going to be intense because every game is going to mean so much, and you want to make sure that you are – 100% ready when the season starts because I know in the conference we're in, there's no slouches. And, you know, you better make sure that you're ready to go. And I think in that is most cases. But I think most of all, too, I think it could bring back a lot of the intensity that might have been lost a little bit in the game because every game is going to, A, mean so much. You're playing so many teams so often now that, uh, you know, you can create that animosity. I think the... You know, the intensity level of every game is is hopefully going to be through the roof. And for a fan sitting back watching, I, I think it's going to be fantastic. But, you know, I'm talking to the guys here in town now, and they're they're so jacked to get ready and get going that, you know, that, that enthusiasm level is, is off the charts. So hopefully that transpires onto the ice. He's Rob Ray, former Buffalo Sabres forward, current Sabres TV analyst. Rob, we always appreciate the time, man. All the best to you and your family. Hope you have a happy holidays, and we'll talk with you again soon as this hockey season gets going. Hey, anytime, guys. Have a great holiday, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there as well. Absolutely. Same to you. That is Rob Ray, former NHL forward, current Sabres TV analyst, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Thought it was really interesting there, talking to him about what happened to Ryan O'Reilly and his time with the Sabres, I mean, it's basically as if Ryan O'Reilly was a football player and he came to St. Louis in the middle of the Rams in their disaster period. Like that's essentially what he was tasked with doing. And then he was told, you need to fix this. Like everything that you see around you where it's like the meme with the guy that's looking around saying this is fine with the fire everywhere as the (laughs) house is engulfed in flames. That was Ryan O'Reilly looking around like, what exactly do you want me to do here? It's not yep. possible for me to fix all of this. The, yep. the the culture is a mess. The players are all like 22 years old and have no idea what it's like to be an NHL player. And you're telling me I need to turn this around? That ain't going to happen, guys. And eventually you just you get too much of a load on you. And I, I don't think he or literally anybody was going to be able to handle that. Well, and that was what it was. I mean, you go back to that trade, BK, and I want to pull it up for fans that don't remember what Ryan O'Reilly kind of was. I mean, he was so he was basically playing with the Colorado Avalanche, BK, and then the Colorado Avalanche had traded him to Buffalo 
for Nikita Zadorov, J.D. Comfer, Mikhail Grigorenko, and a, a second-round draft pick. And I know those don't sound like much to people, but at the time, these are all highly touted prospects that you traded to Colorado for Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly comes over, he puts on an A, he's taking on a team in Buffalo that had Ryan Miller, that had gone to the Eastern Conference Finals at one point, and was in the middle of a transition. And we know from St. Louis, when you transition, you don't transition from being good, bad, to being good again. It takes time. So Ryan O'Reilly, who was not only tasked with changing the franchise, but also tasked with making sure that Jack Eichel was a significant captain and leader while being a rookie, also making sure that this team could have offense from dead salary of players being paid, he was supposed to be God for this team, like Rob Ray said. And he was never able to live up to it. And if I'm Ryan, I would lose the love of the game because you're not playing for hockey. You're playing for, you're playing for the the life and the and the and the ability to breathe life into this Buffalo Sabres organization. And he couldn't do it. And I don't blame him for that. So when he got traded to St. Louis, he was just a part of something. And now he's still a part of something, which is why he's been so good. The three years prior to him arriving in Buffalo. Uh, the Sabres went 21 and 21 in this shortened season. And then the next year, 21 and 51, 23 and 51. Ryan O'Reilly arrives. They're back to 500, 35 and 36, and then 33 and 37. And then, of course, the the fall, the 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 basement falls out and they go 25 and 45 the following season. Not good, obviously, in that last year, but Ryan O'Reilly did make a difference. Like He, he brought them <laughs> yeah. from a basement dweller to suddenly, okay, we're respectable again with Ryan O'Reilly. And then things, things went south in 2018, and that is ultimately what led to him coming here to St. Louis. And let's be honest, couldn't have been happier that he's here. He, he's your captain. Yeah. He's the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. He's uh, Selkie. Like the, he's everything you could possibly want in a top line center. He's what the blues have been missing for so long and suddenly they have him. And it, it's pretty awesome to see it, it very rarely happens like this where yeah. a player is sold to you as something. And then not only does he live up to everything that he was sold to you as he actually exceeds most mm -hmm. of what they sold you that he was going to be. And that's what Ryan O'Reilly has been thus far. And we certainly expect nothing less from him moving forward. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. We will hear from the new captain of the Blues, Ryan O'Reilly, coming up at 12 o'clock. You'll hear that right here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. But coming up next, 65780 is the Air Comfort Service tax line. We'll dive into some questions and answers next on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise.